Hi, sweet angels, and welcome to the Spiritually Sourced podcast. This podcast is all things spirituality, mysticism, manifestation, self-love, and everything in between. Each week, we will explore new spiritual pathways that will allow yourself to live as your highest self. Interviews with expanding women in the spiritual world and channeled messages in solo episodes will allow you to have a new way of thinking, being, and owning who you are. Thank you for being here and enjoy the episode. sweet angels and welcome back to another episode of Spiritually Sourced. I am your host Missy and it is such a pleasure to have you back here again for another week. If this is your first time tuning in then welcome and I'm so grateful to have you listening in and if you've been listening from week to week then I am deeply deeply grateful for your support over the all of the episodes this will be my 15th episode this week which is really exciting and it's an absolutely incredible episode with a really amazing guest that I am really honored to bring to you but before we get into the episode for this week I want to go over a little tarot card pull that I did for you babes and it was using my new tarot set from prism and floor so it's the accurate as fuck tarot deck And I know that you have all heard me talk about this before. And if you follow me on Instagram, then you definitely would have seen how excited I was to receive this in the mail. If you aren't already following me on Instagram, then you can head over and do that now. My handle is at Missy, so M-I-S full stop S-E-A. And the cards that I pulled for you this week are really powerful. Um, We've started off with the Fortitude card and it's Vitality and Courage. And what this really depicts for me is the strength in the feminine. The imagery that's on this card is really beautiful with this amazing goddess-like figure with two white lines in front of her. And this is really fitting for the episode that we're releasing this week because it's all about feminine energy and reclaiming your power. And for me, this is what this really stands for. It's standing in your power and having the courage to really show up as who you want to be and allowing yourself to express that in whatever form you wish to bring into this world. And it's something that's really beautiful is that we are all our own soul and we are all our own being and expressing that is our right. And when we express our soul's purpose, it really brings us into that space of alignment and of happiness And so drawing that fortitude card really kind of solidified that for me. And I know that it will for you babes as well. And the second card that we pulled is the queen of rings. And so this is practicality and generosity. And again, pulling this card in conjunction with that fortitude card is really showing to be generous with what your gifts are. So if you've been holding yourself back from really showing who it is that you truly want to be. It's really time to step into that courage and recognize that you sharing your soul gifts is an act of generosity and allowing other people to be impacted by that is an act of service. And so to not share what we have learned and to not share what our soul is calling us to expand with is almost a selfish act because there is going to be someone that is going to be able to learn and to gain some kind of emotional freedom from you sharing your message and so really allowing yourself to reclaim your power and to recognize that you sharing this isn't an egoic act it's actually a very selfish selfless act of Allowing other people to see you stepping into your truth is showing them that they can do the same. And then the last card that we've got is the Three of Swords. So upheaval and release. And for me, this is really coming with the release of that fear that has been holding you back. And that fear of judgment or that fear of being seen. It's time to release that. And to really, again, allow yourself to step forward in all of your power and all of your incredible, unique gifts. 
it's really time to release anything that has been holding you back, whether that is your own fear or other people's opinions or anything that has been weighing you down. It's really time to start to recognize the intentions that you've set and to move towards inspired action into manifesting those intentions into reality. And so those inspired actions are going to serve you because manifestation can't come into reality, into this realm, into this frequency without that inspired action behind those intentions. And so a big, big message of empowerment and stepping forward is coming through with this tarot pool, which like I said, is really beautiful to lead into the episode that we've got this week. I was incredibly honored for this week's guest to come on the show. She is someone that has expanded my way of being without me even working on her, with her on a personal level, and that is Asti Marie. So Asti is a women's sexual empowerment coach that is reclaiming the divine feminine through sexual energy, sexual empowerment, and really helping women reclaim their worth through their sexuality. And her story is really incredible. And I found this week's episode and interview so, so expansive. And I urge you to go into this with a very open mind. There may be some topics like sex magic that you have not heard about before. And immediately when we don't understand or we are scared of something, we turn to judgment. And so I ask you to go into this episode with a very open mind because there are some really incredible lessons to be found throughout this interview with Asti. And like I said, it's very expansive and something that I was really grateful for to have the experience. And I just want to keep this week's intro nice and short. So that's where I'm going to leave it for this week. As always, if you enjoy this episode, then please remember to subscribe and leave a review as it really helps us reach more people and reach more women who are on their own spiritual journey. And so if you found this podcast helpful in any way, then Yes, please leave a review and subscribe so that we can bring this light to more women. But let's get into the episode and enjoy this week's interview with Asti Marie. Hi angels, I just want to quickly interrupt this episode to announce that Mastering the Art of Self-Fucking Love Round 2 will be launching this February the 22nd and I'm so excited to bring you this course in self-love again. It has completely up-leveled from the first round and it includes so much more content for you and I'm so excited to be releasing this for you and so I really call to you at the moment do you know where your passions lay and what sets your soul on fire and what lays within the deepest aspects of your soul and what do you place here to do and do you know the answer to these questions and do you chase it and do you dream it into existence do you envision that every day You are the creator of your reality and you are the divine archetype of creation in this worldly realm. And self-love, that is where it all begins, all of it. And so if this resonates with you, then I want you to keep listening. And if it doesn't, that is fine. Feel free to skip through this little ad for the course and go straight into the episode. But if it's a complete fuck yes for you, then keep listening. I want to know what makes your belly clench with anticipation knowing that your soul is connecting to a deeper meaning than just this physical realm can explain. Soul connection, deep love, deep spiritual work, these are the pillars of our lives and what connect us to spirit and connect us to our higher purpose. And so during the relaunch of mastering the art of self-fucking love this is what we are going to be going through it's so much more than just self-love we will be diving deep into the psyche of being and existing as a soul in this human experience what lights us up 
what is holding us back and how to navigate our traumas to live a heart-centered life, creating the reality of our visions. And if this is something that you feel called to do, then I will leave in the description box below the enrollment. This will be the last chance over the next two weeks to get in for the early bird special where you save $300 off the course. And so if this is something that you feel in your soul that is for you and if you want to leave a more heart-centered life and step into your worth and step into your love, that is what this course is going to give to you. And so I will leave everything in the description box. Feel free to contact me with more questions, but I am so excited to see you there. This is truly an experience of transformation and deep spiritual work to emerge renewed and full of self-worth and full of self-love. And so I hope to see you there. loves I am joined this week by the amazing Asti Marie. Asti thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you here and hear more about your journey and just about your empowerment journey because everything that you share is really beautiful and I feel like what you're sharing with women now is so important and such an incredible way for people to really redefine who they are and redefine the divine feminine so I'd really love to begin more about um, hearing more about your journey because I feel like you'll be able to explain that better than I'll be able to to the audience so if you could just yeah like explain um, how you got into what you're doing now and a little bit about your background that would be amazing (laughs) like there's so many avenues I can take this I don't really know where to start but basically I Like, as a really young little girl, I was naturally very, um, very sexual, and I explored my sexuality in a really, like, pure and innocent way, and what I found was as Mm -hmm. I got older and I finally did have sex, there was so much shame and such negative stigma around it that it no longer became something that I enjoyed, and it turned into something that I used to, to almost earn the love from the partners that I was with. And it was something that I did just to please them. And it was never really about my pleasure. So I ended Mm. up with a lot of really um, uncomfortable and toxic sexual experiences. And as a way to cope with that, I totally disconnected from my body. So women that have a lot of trauma, um, a lot of conditioning, as a way to cope with those heavy emotions, we disconnect from our bodies and we live up in our heads. So obviously if you're up in your head having sex, you're missing out on the pleasure because that's all happening down in your body. So I went through a couple of relationships, like long-term relationships, not having an orgasm at all. I would like roll over afterwards and be questioning what was wrong with me. Um, Mm. A big part of that as well was I was watching porn and I kind of got all of my sex education from what I saw in porn, which we now know is completely fake. And the orgasm show on porn they're pretty much just acting out the male model of orgasm and they're acting out that model of orgasm to turn men on so there's nothing wrong with that type of orgasm the one that's like really hard and fast and explosive but women can experience orgasm in so many different ways so I um, ended up feeling really disconnected from my body really disconnected from my sensuality from my sexuality and my kind of first foot in the door to exploring all of this was through pole dancing so i started pole dancing years ago now maybe 10 years ago um and that kind of opened my opened the doors up to so much so from there i ended up becoming a stripper becoming a showgirl um dancing naked all over stages which is kind of crazy now looking back at it because before that i was so uncomfortable in my skin and i hated being seen naked by anybody even my boyfriends um but it gave me such a yeah, well. of what was possible. And I felt really comfortable in my body. I like took back my sexuality, took back my sexual power. And through that journey, I realized that this was something that so many other women needed. So I wanted to find a way to give to other women what stripping gave me. Because stripping, it was empowering for me, but it's not always. It's not always empowering 
for women and it can kind of be toxic and disempowering if you get led down the wrong path. So I wanted to take all of the positive aspects from it and create courses and programs to, yeah, to give to other women what it gave me. Yeah, that's so incredible and such an inspiring story. And I think so many women can definitely relate to sex being this thing that we're almost taught is just pleasurable for men and that we're taught that that's how we please them. And, you know, I remember even at a really young age, like boys just kind of wanting that from girls straight away, like during teenage years when we entered into like sexual relationships and I very much held that belief that the only way that I was going to be lovable was by basically putting out like and that it I wasn't expecting it you know there was no expectation of that being for me and I think it's so amazing that you're telling your story through this and the way that you found your sexual empowerment as well and to now be sharing that with women and I love as well that you share it in a very spiritual way because I think a lot of people don't actually realize that sex is a spiritual act. It's, you know, two energies merging. And I'd love to hear more about like your take on the spiritual side of intimacy as well. Yeah, it's so interesting because I obviously talk a lot about sex, but I find that everything that I talk about around sex it all really directs to like everyday life as well. Like to have mm. really beautiful sexual experiences, like two of the main things that come to mind is boundaries. So if you are willing to say no to what doesn't serve you, you can say yes to more of what does. And when you have really strong boundaries, you feel safe to completely let go and surrender. But boundaries are also really important in everyday life, right? So it's the same thing. Like if you can say no to people and situations and places and things that don't serve you, you can welcome in more of what does. And the second really um, powerful aspect of female sexuality in particular is surrender. So when you learn to completely relax and let go and just trust um, in divine timing whether that's like chasing an orgasm well i shouldn't say chasing because when you surrender you're not really chasing whether you're surrendering mm. to your orgasm or you're surrendering to the path of life it's a really really beautiful way for the feminine to receive because the feminine doesn't necessarily chase we surrender and we re receive so the more that you practice these kind of aspects in sex it's a really beautiful foundation to then take those um I guess those superpowers out into everyday life. So when you master the art of sex, you master the art of life. And when you ask master the art of life, you master the art of sex. But I love that you mentioned as well that it's, it's, it's not just about sex. Like it is very spiritual. So through my journey, I've now, I'm no longer using sex as a tool to turn men on so that they can determine my worth. It's now a tool that I use to, connect to myself and my own spirituality. It's a tool that I use to connect to my partner. It's a tool that I use to connect to the world around me. And it's so much more than just sex. Like, yeah, it's amazing having fun sex and having all these delish, delicious experiences of orgasm, but sexual energy, when that's activated inside your body, like, you know, when you have really good sex and you're just like glowing for days after, you feel really alive and invigorated it really yeah. <laughs> it turns your whole life on like it creates a life that's worth living and your sexual energy is your creative life force energy so when you're tapped into that you'll notice that you move more into alignment with the things that you want to call in in your life like you feel really good so you do good and then you feel better and you do better and you just start attracting lots of beautiful things so it really transforms your yeah. life yeah i love that so much and that's all about manifestation right is operating from that place of high frequency so that you can call things in and that's so true like after you do have a really incredible orgasm like you feel on top of the world and I like have recently started introducing like kind of like sex magic like manifesting like during orgasm which I like I feel like a lot of people are really closed off yeah <laughs> I feel like they're really closed off to this kind of thing and being so open to it and experiencing that for yourself is 
so incredible. And like you say, you just begin to pull so many things in. And I love as well that you brought up boundaries because I had never really placed that before, but it's so true, right? We have to have those boundaries in our sexual life and that does flow on to everyday life. Like boundaries are one of the most important self-care acts that we can do. Um, so I really love that you brought that up with it as well. Cause that's, yeah, that definitely resonates so deeply. 100%. And I have this conversation a lot with my partner, like in the past, I didn't have sexual boundaries and I would have sex with my boyfriends to try and keep the relationship together and keep our connection. But what actually happens mm. is if you keep enduring sex that you're not enjoying, sorry, that you're not enjoying, you end up resenting that person. Whereas if you have the power to say no occasionally, those times where you do say yes, it's a true yes. Like you really want to be there. And that is the only way that you can actually keep your relationship going strong. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like you forge a deeper connection with your partner as well, because it's all about that mutual respect and that mutual wanting and that mutual lust for each other as well, which is just like a craving of their energy basically and that's what that intimacy is and yeah I, I love that we are like you're opening the conversation for people to be able to speak to their partners but so not only empowering themselves but empowering their relationship mm -hmm, 100% so tell me what kind of things yeah. manifested with sex magic I've only like literally in the past couple of weeks, like I really have to credit you more because I, I think I messaged you um, after, like I've been following you for a while, but I think I watched some of your stories and I was like, that's fucking awesome. Like I need to try this. <laughs> and so I've really been practicing like embodiment and yeah, during that kind of manifestation process, just calling in even just experiences like I've met some really incredible people that I've been wanting to call in um like where I live is quite small and so it is a quite like small community and just wanting to expand the people that I'm spending my time with and so I've managed to call in some really beautiful people in that way and you know there's always that level of abundance that we're always wanting to call in with work and yeah, I've just, I've noticed like quite a bit of change in that way. And also just in the way that I'm feeling, um, it's been really, really empowering. And like I said, I feel like a lot of people are quite closed off to that kind of view of sex and they do just kind of view it as sex and, you know, self-pleasure for women, I still think has quite a bit of um, like taboo around it and really learning to embrace that it's like not a dirty thing and it is a really spiritual act has really changed my mindset around spirituality as a whole as well mm -hmm. yeah it's so beautiful yeah, it's been ancient traditions tantra Taoism, like sexuality was at the core of their beliefs and at the core of their traditions because they always viewed sex as a way to find like quote unquote god or higher self or the divine or whatever you want to call it which I think is amazing mm. that growing up in Western society where like most, most people grow up around like Christianity and Christian beliefs, which totally took sex out of the picture and made it something that was really taboo. And I feel like we're still very much coming back from that. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it's, yeah, it's so interesting that you say it's a way to connect to God because I know that you know, after self-pleasure, like that's when I'm most open to receiving messages from my spirit guides and from different realms. Like that's when I get really deep into that state of flow and that state of channeling. And it's incredible. Mm, it's so beautiful. So the thing is like, I love sex magic so much. I'm so happy we're talking about this. So I find like, yeah. <laughs> a lot of my clients and people that talk to me about manifestation is now they'll literally just think of like what they want to call in and they'll close their eyes and try and picture that thing. But what happens is when you do that, you're sitting in your current reality, sitting in your limiting beliefs and your limiting thought patterns, trying to call something in. So you're not an energetic and a vibrational match for that thing. Whereas if you do sex magic and you visualize what you want to call in, in a state of orgasm and like orgasmic bliss, you become an energetic match for that thing. And it's so much easier to call it in. And also as well, orgasm, yeah. you have to be in your body to feel that and to feel that pleasure. So as soon as you come down into your body, you disconnect from your head, 
which is where the limiting beliefs all belong. So you come back into your body, you totally disconnect from them and you're so much closer, like in the quantum field to that thing that you're trying to call in. And it just happens like that. I actually, in my last round of my group coaching program, sex magic is one of the weeks we focus on sex magic. And one of my, one of the women who wanted to sign up, she said that she didn't have the money. So she was like, like a hard no. And then she decided, oh, I'm actually going to try this thing that Asti's talking about. I'm going to try sex magic. And she was like self-pleasuring and think, then thinking about the pleasure portal, my group coaching program. And then one day she messaged me and she's like, oh my God, I have all this money in my bank account. And I like <laughs> figure out where it came from or why it was there. And then I realized, oh, it's for the pleasure portal. It's from the sex magic. I'm like, oh my God, that's how powerful it is. Like I hadn't even taught her how to do it properly yet. And she had like, use the tool to manifest your way into my program which I thought was really cool that is incredible that is so good and it like just goes to show like the power of manifestation is so strong and when you do combine that with such a powerful act like sex magic it really does open you know so many things and I feel like a lot of people get caught up on the how like how will that come in and you don't have to focus on that it's just focusing Mm -hmm. on the act of calling that thing in and the universe will deliver because like you say you get onto that frequency level where you're you can communicate that yeah that's why surrender is so important and like again how i said like it's important in sex and life like if you if you go into sex and i know like a lot of us do this i used to do it a lot but you go into sex and you're like all right because we've been conditioned to think that sex is all about orgasms. You go into sex and like, okay, I need to have an orgasm, need to have an orgasm, need to have an orgasm. And you're focusing on that so much that what you actually end up doing is, well, first of all, you take yourself out of the pleasure that you're experiencing in that moment to focus on something else that could be. So you end up disconnecting from mm-hmm. sex altogether and trying to force something to happen. You put yourself under stress. And your body actually begins to shut down. So when you focus on it so much, you actually end up pushing orgasm away. And then again, in real life, like I've experienced this, I experienced it a lot in my first year of doing business. I was really motivated to like make shit happen. And I had become really narrow minded on how my success was going to show up. So I think I had a goal Mm -hmm. at the beginning. I was like, I'm going to sign 20 one-on-one clients. And that was all I was looking at. So totally being focused on that thing um, and having my, like focusing too much on the future. And what I actually ended up doing is my, my, my vision became so narrow-minded that I actually blocked out so many different other avenues that could also lead me to success. So once I realized what I'd been doing, I was like, okay, I need to let go of that a little bit and not focus so deeply on that goal of having 20 clients. And I decided to take a step back and to surrender. And then it's like all of the stuff around me just like blew up. And I got asked to go teach at a retreat, to fly to New Zealand, teach a workshop. I got asked to go speak at this big like business conference. Um, Like all these different things started popping up that I'd never even thought about. So as soon as you surrender, Mm. things will show up. It's yeah. It's not about yeah. trying to figure out the how, but just knowing and believing in in the success of your manifestation, it'll happen. And it'll yeah, that's where that it shows up. Yeah, that's so incredible, and I think like that's such a powerful story to tell because I feel like we do get so caught up on you know that manifestation coming in exactly how we envision it, but the universe is always going to deliver something that's going to be of our highest good. So it's not exactly how we thought it would come in. It's going to be better. And so releasing that expectation is just, like you said, going to make way to, and make that space to call in so many more amazing opportunities than we could have thought. Mm -hmm. 100%. Totally. Yeah. That's so incredible. And for those that are listening, I just want to, um, if you could just maybe explain like what it is that you do for work, because I know that we've spoken about your course a little bit, but I would really love for um, the listeners to know like what it is that you offer, because I think it's so incredible what you were bringing to women. Mm-hmm. So a couple, <coughs> sorry, a couple of things. So um, 
at the moment I'm working with women either one-on-one. -on -one. So we do a 12 week deep dive one-on-one -on -one program uh, called Doorway to Desire. So I basically help women. Um, so I work mostly work with women who live really busy lives and they're high achievers. So they've kind of got stuck up in their head and adopted this very masculine way of doing things. And I guide them to reconnect with their body so they can reconnect with love and wisdom and intuition, their sensuality and their sexuality, so that they can finally find a true sense of fulfillment and they can create a life that turns them on. And then the other thing that I do is I work with women in a group coaching setting. So the pleasure portal goes for eight weeks and I work with 10 women all together, which can be really beautiful as well. So I find that when women work together, some of the transformations can go a little bit deeper because it's really nice to like put your hand up and be like, I had this experience and you're kind of like ashamed of it and feel like you're the only one. And then everyone else is like, oh, me too. <laughs> so as soon as everyone else is like, yeah. you're like, I'm not alone. And like that in itself can be so, so healing. Um, so at the moment, that's yeah. the two main ways that I work with women, but I have a new online program that is going to be released next month. So around mid-March. I haven't mentioned it at all yet. So you're the first person. Oh, exciting. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. So basically I've put everything that I've learned and everything that I've, all the tools and techniques that I've been teaching to my clients over the past few years into one online program. So it's really easy to use. Oh, amazing. I'm so excited. And we've got the exclusive on that. So <laughs> thank you. That's absolutely incredible. And yeah, I've definitely like I know that I contacted you about the pleasure portal. And it just sounds like absolutely incredible. And I love as well that a lot of what you teach is really diving into like that divine feminine that we've got within us because a lot of women, especially, you know, career women are so stuck in that masculine mindset and that's where we can feel really unbalanced and really unfulfilled because we aren't tapping into that feminine aspect of ourselves, which is so important. And like you say, really getting into our bodies and feeling that it's almost, it's like an active meditation, you know, that embodiment work. It really is getting out of our head and really focusing on that sensual pleasure and really tapping into that feminine that's within all of us. So I love that that's something that you dive really deeply into. Yeah. And it's really important. Like it is really the only way that you are going to find a true sense of fulfillment or contentment in your life. So I noticed with a lot of mm -hmm. women that are like high achieving entrepreneurs, business owners, they've ticked all the boxes. Like they've got really high up in their career. They've got the car, they've got the house, like they've got all these things like from the outside looking in, it looks like they've got it all, but they still feel really unfulfilled. It still feels like something's missing. And this is because they've gone through their whole career focusing on what they should be doing, what society tells them they should be doing um, based on society's ideas of what success should look like. And what I've found is when women start to come back into their bodies and connect with their feminine essence, they can then connect to their soul desires and they can actually figure out what it is that they want as an individual out of life. And then they can kind of um, redirect their life and where they're heading towards the direction of their soul desires. And then they finally find that sense of contentment that they've been chasing. Otherwise they get on like, and I've been there as well, you get on this kind of hamster wheel of life where you're like chasing the next goal, chasing the next thing to take off, taking off the to-do list. And you feel good for a moment, but that fulfillment never lasts. It's never long lasting because it wasn't, it was, it was never really in alignment with your soul. So you're fulfilling mm. your desires, but you're never really filling your soul desires. Yeah. And soul desire is something that I've like really tapped into over the past couple of years. And it's so incredible, like the fulfillment that you do get when you're, owning that soul desire and really showing up in the world, doing the work that you're placed here to do. And I think a lot of women as well, like overlook the power of our intuition and like we are really connected to spirit and women, I believe more so because we are so connected with that 
feminine energy, which is all about intuition. And it's so incredible when we tap into that and when we allow ourselves to really drop the standards that society have placed to own who we are and to reclaim ourselves. Mm -hmm. And also when you come into your body and you tap into all of like this incredible power that you can access within your Mm -hmm. body, there's no way that you can never not feel enough. So, so many women go through their lives not feeling enough. The same as like having to like overgive in sex because we don't feel like we're worthy and we determine our worthiness and our ability to please other people. Or we don't feel like we're enough. So we're frantically going through these to-do lists and trying to achieve the next goal, hoping that when we tick that off, we, f- we feel enough. And when you come back home, to mm. you always feel enough because when you tap into the majesty of being female, like it's just so beautiful. You come back to a sense of wholeness, of being perfect, of being worthy, of being enough. And yeah, you stop putting all this pressure and stress on yourself to have to try and prove yourself. Yeah, it's so true. You feel so much love for yourself when you really embody that power. Like it, like you said, it's such an incredible feeling and it is really powerful. Mm-hmm. And do you find that the women who come to you, that that is one of their kind of biggest struggles? Is that kind of lack of worth and struggling to embody that power within themselves? Oh, 100%, 100%. And it affects everything because if you're not feeling worthy, it affects the way that you show up in business. It affects the way that you show up in your relationships. It affects the way that you show up in sex. And you never really, well, it's harder to get your desires met and it's harder to manifest in the things that you want because if you don't feel worthy of having those things, it's, it's not going to show up because it's not in alignment with the narratives and the beliefs that you've created around your identity. So as soon as you begin to mm. that level of worthiness, like we've been saying, the vibration, the energy that you're putting out totally transforms and it transforms in the way that people relate to you. So as soon as you tap into a sense of worthiness, you're automatically more respected by the people around you. And there's so many women who go through their lives not holding strong boundaries because they're trying to feel liked Like we want to be liked by the people around us and we're scared of doing the wrong thing or saying the wrong thing in case other people don't accept it. But as soon as you tap into a sense of worthiness backed by self-love, you don't care if other people like or accept you because when you upgrade to a sense of worthiness and you tap into like your queen energy, people around you respect you. And I feel like there's so much more power in being respected than there is in being liked. Yes. Oh, I love that. That is so true. So much more power in being respected than being liked. And it's such a powerful lesson for women to learn because we are, as much as we are all really stepping into that, I feel like there is still a really big divide um, with women owning their worth and knowing their worth. And like you said, it rules everything. If you don't know your worth then how are you going to create those boundaries in your relationships not just romantic relationships but friendships and you know work relationships and family it really like overflows onto everything 100 percent. and yeah you're right it is so different between men and women i find men decide that they want to do something and they go do it whereas women like mm-hmm. i have many friends who have spent the last like three, four, five years studying and they like, they're so knowledgeable and like, could like do anything that they wanted to basically. They have all the knowledge, but they just don't have the self-belief. They don't have the worthiness to back. Mm. So women are like qualified and still doubting themselves and men are just like, yep, I'm going to do this. (laughs) It's the self-belief and the worth that gets you places over everything else. A hundred percent. It's, um, it's so funny when you look at like male and female and the different polarities of struggles that I think are both really present in today's society. Like with women, as you say, like it's very much knowing their worth. And then on the flip side with men, I feel like there's been this massive creation of them not being able to express their more emotional side and their more feminine side. And so there's definitely, you know, two ends of the spectrum there with um, what I believe we are kind of awakening to at the moment. 
100%. Yeah, I'm glad that you said that because I feel like a lot of people do get confused with feminine energy and they think that we're talking about being female, but feminine energy is present in all of us, in men and in women. Mm. When we talk about empowering the feminine, we're not just talking about empowering the feminine in females, we're talking about empowering the feminine in males as well. So giving them permission to tap into their more vulnerable sides to be more emotional to be more expressive in that sense yeah definitely and same goes with masculine Mm -hmm. um you know with women like I am I struggle with this sometimes I'm too in my feminine and I actually really struggle to get stuff done because (laughs) I'm a little bit disconnected with my masculine and I'm like oh it'll happen whereas sometimes you do need that masculine energy of like okay I'm gonna make this work now like it's very much finding that balance between the two dualities in both sexes 100% and it's really important in sex as well to be connected to your masculine especially like coming back to boundaries it's almost like you Mm. need masculine that's going to be the like the part of you that's going to come out be like no like I'm not okay with this like the the like yeah strong fiery part of you that's going to say no to sex that doesn't serve you sex that doesn't turn you on sex that's toxic and you need that like Mm. strong powerful masculine energy within you to support your feminine because your feminine's only going to really completely let go and surrender and feel safe to explore sexuality and um, surrender to really delicious um, experiences of pleasure if you have your masculine there within you supporting you if at any time you need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so amazing. And that's, yeah, it's, Uh, I love that we're having this conversation because I feel like it isn't spoken about enough in all its different forms and really recognizing that it is within both sexes and that we do have to have both of those, you know, duality powers within ourselves and recognize, you know, when they're going to serve us and just knowing when to tap into one or the other. So I really love that we had that conversation. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And being really conscious like, yeah, just as you said, like being really conscious of which one you're tapped into and which one's most going to serve you in each moment. So I, mm. I'm i kind of the same as you. I can get too much of my feminine and I'm like floating around. Um, yeah. <laughs> to maybe too surrender because you do need a little bit of action in business. Um, but then mm. I go really far the other way where I can like be working and grinding away like all day long. And I find if I do that and then I finish up my work day and then meet my partner, we kind of clash a little bit because obviously he's in his masculine, I'm in my masculine, and then we're just like butting heads. So one person mm. needs to be able to surrender, one person needs to be more in control. And if you're both in that controlling mindset, there's just no polarity. So you're not going to have that connection. So I always make sure that after I finish up work, I'll do something like a little bit of embodiment getting back into my body through dancing or through breath or even having a shower I find the watery like water um, is quite feminine because the feminine energy is quite watery um, so having a shower mm. off my day washing off that masculine energy and then connecting to my partner afterwards is really important yeah I think yeah that's really beautiful and I know what you mean about like two masculine energies when they're very much in that they are going to butt heads and having that wind down routine like not only allows us to tap back into that feminine but also really important to take that time for ourselves and to have that relaxation time and yeah the shower for me is a really beautiful way as well I find the water like very soothing and very relaxing even doing like self-massage in the shower as well like I have a beauty background and so I give myself like a facial massage in the shower and that's like my way of, you know, that embodiment. Like it's a really beautiful practice and it doesn't take long. So you will always have the time to be able to do that because you're always going to be showering, right? Like everyone has to have a shower. So it's that really beautiful way to integrate that into your routine. Yeah. I always say this to like, especially mums, because I find it hard to get any time to themselves. I'm like, well, yeah, you're right. You're obviously showering. So just take like three minutes, just take three minutes in the shower to do a little, a little body massage and every little bit counts. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so beautiful. And I think that's um, 
a really beautiful way to kind of bring that all together to give women that are listening some tactics where they can tap into that feminine. And so, like you said, like breath work and embodiment work and shower, showering or a bath, if they've got a bath as well, is really beautiful. So I think they're really amazing tools. Do you have any others that you really love to recommend to women? Um, well, actually, on that note, I was just going to say, like we're talking about like doing things that are pleasurable and doing things that help us relax. But what I do notice with most women is we tend to have this idea that pleasure is something that we do last. So pleasure is something that we, that we offer ourselves as a reward after we've done all the doing. So if you're like really mm. a business owner, it's easy to get carried away with, with, with work. And we say like, oh, I'll treat myself to a massage or I'll treat myself to having a glass of wine with my girlfriend um, after I've finished this to-do list. But especially being women looking after businesses, our families, et cetera, et cetera, that to-do list always gets added to. So we actually never get to a point where we give ourselves permission to tap into pleasure. So one thing that is really powerful is if you start prioritizing pleasure, um, and see it as a non-negotiable and even do pleasure practices before you get into work. What I've noticed is before I did that, I would be really kind of scattered and really stressed during work. And like, I've, it would take me so long to do something that should only take me like an hour or take me five hours or I'll just procrastinate all day. But if you tap into pleasure first, before work, you start your day feeling good. And as I said before, like when you feel good, you do good. When you do good, you feel good. So that positive energy that you're tapped into is going to flow out of you into like today, like recording this podcast or writing the emails or whatever you do for work, connecting with the people that you do through business. And it's going to transform mm -hmm. your day. So one little thing to take away is to start prioritizing pleasure and start your day in the morning doing something that's pleasurable. So it can be like what we've been talking about, like having a really slow shower, giving yourself a massage, but even things like centrally eating, like being really present and really, really enjoying your food. So having breakfast and really taking your time with that or having your morning coffee and really indulging in every single sip. There's so many ways to tap into pleasure. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And I love that you brought that up as well about not having pleasure as a destination and making it a priority. That's, yeah, that's yeah. really amazing. Yes, because we make, we seem to make pleasure the destination. But when you begin to place mm. pleasure, you're no longer like chasing the pleasure, but your whole journey becomes one that is pleasurable. And it's not just in those moments of like ticking off the to do list or that other achievement. It's not those milliseconds of pleasure. It's like all the spaces in between all of your achievements are full of pleasure. And like, yeah, that's so amazing. I, yeah. Yeah. Such an, such an important lesson for women to have and for everyone to have as well. Like men too, like they also have to tap into that pleasure, but definitely treating it as a priority and really embodying ourselves and feeling that that energy is yeah incredible so thank you so much for coming on today I feel like this is going to be such an expansive episode for so many women and I'd love for you to share as well where um, everyone can find you of course so my Instagram is asti.marie so a-s-t-i dot m-a-r-e-e um, and then my website is astymarie.com. Yeah, beautiful. I just want to pop in there as well. For um, anyone that wants to try like embodiment dance, your Spotify playlists are epic. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. They're really sexual. <laughs> the wild woman one is like on repeat for me almost daily. I love it. Aww. Yeah, my Spotify name is Spiritual Slut, but for some reason when you search it, it doesn't always come up. Maybe yeah, I'll, um, I'll leave everything in the show notes as well so that people can find it. But yeah, your, your playlists are epic. <laughs> yes, so everyone needs to like start their day dancing to Wild Woman. That's the way that you can tap into pleasure. Yeah, 100%. I can definitely vouch for that because it's incredible. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, thank you so much, Asti. It was such a pleasure having you on. And yeah, I can't wait for everyone to listen. Thank you. What an, an absolutely incredible episode that was. I know that you're all going to find that expansive as I did to share that conversation with Asti and to really dive deep into reclaiming our power and reclaiming our sexual energy and reducing the shame that's around sex and women in sexual empowerment. I am so excited to bring more interviews like this to you, babes. They are really shedding a new light on our spiritual journeys and really expanding our views on spiritual pathways. And so as always, if you liked this episode, then please leave a review and subscribe. And I also just wanted to jump in here and announce that there will be a special discount code for my soul guidance sessions. So if you haven't seen or if you don't follow me on Instagram, then I have started doing readings with soul guidance sessions. So if you've ever had an oracle reading or a tarot reading or a psychic reading before and you have left with all of this new knowledge that your soul is wanting to bring forward, but you're not sure how to then integrate that into your life, this is what my soul guidance sessions are for. So we go through a full reading where I channel your spirit guides and my spirit guides to bring through really beautiful soul guidance. And then afterwards, we discuss ways and rituals of how you can then integrate that into your life. So whether it gets brought forward that you have to work on your self-worth or self-love or you are on your way to manifesting something new in your life, we will then go forward in your soul guidance session on how you can begin to really enlighten your path into bringing these practices in into your spiritual journey and into your spiritual rituals. And so this is something that I'm really excited for. And for you babes that listen to the podcast, I wanted to leave a little discount code which you can use and that will be spiritual 101. So the code the code is spiritual 101. And so if you head to my website which is www.spirituallysource.com and head to the work with me section, you will see the soul guidance and reading sessions. And so when you inquire into the little message box, if you use that code, which once again is spiritual 101, then you'll get a little discount code just for listening to the podcast. But that's what I want to leave it this week. I will see you angels next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Spiritually Sourced. If you enjoyed this episode, I ask that you please leave a review and a rating as it really supports the podcast and helps me reach new people. And if you wanted to view more of my content, then you can find me on Instagram at Missy. So that's M-I-S full stop S-E-A. And you can find more about the podcast at Spiritually Sourced on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening, my beauties, and I'll see you next week.